Hi, I'm Jo Clark, and thanks so much for joining me today. This is the Redefining Midlife podcast, a podcast designed for the 40 plus woman who is determined to challenge society's myths and beliefs around midlife. It's for the woman who is inspired and ready to define midlife her way. Join me each week as I chat to health and wellness experts for up-to-date information on how to live well, as well as some special conversations with incredible everyday women redefining what midlife can look like. Here's to making our next half of life even better than the first. A big welcome to episode 13. In this episode, you're going to meet Jen Bowers. Jen currently runs her own business as a brand strategist and stylist, social stylist and illustrator, and she's got 30 years experience in the industry. Over the years, Jen's worked in advertising agencies, design studios, and in the corporate sector with clients such as the Commonwealth Bank, Kimberly Clark, O'Brien Glass, Swarovski, Citibank, RTA, and Woolworths. In 2020, and at the age of 52, Jen was made redundant. And it was then that she realized her passion for empowering women to achieve whatever the heck they wanted was just too strong for her to ignore. And this passion led her to create her new business of strategic brand coaching for women. Now, there's no doubting that Jen is a powerhouse, but as you're soon going to hear, her story hasn't always been a fairy tale. There have been many ups and downs and twists and turns. Jen is refreshingly open about the difficult times in her life, and I appreciate her candid honesty during our conversation. It's fabulous to see that today, Jen has finally found her confidence and strong sense of self. And as she loves to say, you're never too old and you're never too late to start another adventure. Welcome, Jen, to the podcast. I'm really looking forward to our conversation today because I know that the discussion we're going to have is probably going to make one woman or more women stop and think and go, if Jen can do it, I can too. And I know that's something that you have said to me in the past. So welcome. And um, yeah, just tell us a little bit about Jen Bowers. Thank you so much for having me here, Joe. And yeah, when you say that, like that's, I always say to my my clients on my socials, if I can do this, if I can do what I did in the past, anybody can. So I love that. That's like, I like that. That's something I'm kind of known for um, and that you think of me that way because yeah, if I can do it, everybody can. So me, I am a brand strategist and stylist and I guess a social stylist considering I have, so I have two businesses. I have Gen B Brands, which is my brand coaching and my Pink Pom Pom Social, which is my content library. And all of those businesses are basically built around helping women rise. So having a business that allows them to stand out like a flamingo in a flock of seagulls and also to to stand yeah to stand out from the competition and build a brand that is going to allow them to actually support themselves if life is not that fairy tale that we all want it to be and we all know that happens and it happened to me and we'll probably talk about it but i was lucky enough that i could build a business that allowed me to you know to keep going and support myself and my daughter and my mum so that's my that's my big mission with my businesses is to help women have those businesses that can do that. That's a fabulous mission to have as well, Jen. And we'll talk more about because I know how passionate you are about what you do and how you can help women 
it, with, with their businesses to create yes. bigger and better businesses. But another thing that we'll go back to earlier, Jen, yes. because I know that like so many women, you've had lots of ups and downs, twists and turns, high times, <laughs> low times. That's it. And <laughs> so take <laughs> us back to early Jen, early Jen in her 20s. So you were married reasonably young in your in your early 20s? Yeah, I was, I was 23 uh, when we got married. So what was what were you doing and how were you feeling at that point in your life? So, you know, I was full of the joys of life, really. Um, you know, I had a great job. I worked in the design industry in an advertising agency. And, you know, I'd met a wonderful man and life was good. Um, we bought our first apartment. Life was really good. And then my dad actually got sick and he got sick not long before we got married. Um, oh, actually, it was like at the beginning of the year. Um, he had a big surgery. He had a kidney removed. But he was good. He was fine for our wedding. You know, we had a wonderful day. And then just four weeks later, we found out that he did have cancer and that the cancer had returned. Mm. And this time, there was no coming out of it. So it was a tough start to our marriage. And um, I don't know. I, honestly, I look back. And I maybe should have seen some of the signs then. But anyway, you know, you just get on, go on with life. And, uh, but yeah, back in the day, I was full of the joys of life and loved life mm. um, a lot. <laughs> oh. And you lived, uh, you said you and your husband, first husband had bought your home together or apartment together. Yes, an apartment together. And did you have family close by, friends close by? Was it a social no, no. We actually bought, we bought, we've been brought up in the south side of Sydney. We bought on the north side. My dear dad helped us buy this apartment and we both worked on the north side. So it seemed logical. But after he, my dad passed, we actually did move back to the south side and about 12, 18 months later. And I ended up living in the street next to where I was brought up, which was kind oh, of, wow. <laughs> yeah. So I've literally lived in the same suburb for 50, how old am I? Hang on, I have to think, how old am I exactly? <laughs> I can read my best friend a little while ago and say, how old are we? <laughs> um, so I've lived in the same suburb for 52 years. That's impressive, Jet. That is very yeah. impressive, 52 yeah. years. And my daughter started school in the same classroom that I started school in. Oh. I know. Wow. It was so cool. <laughs> that is amazing. So, yeah. And your mum lives close by with you no my mum did live with us she passed away in 2020 she actually I and we and like so my ex-husband and I renovated our home because mum was by herself she had been widowed at 53 mm. um which kind of makes me go oh my gosh she was younger than I am right now yes. um so after a few years she had never really worked it was that generation you know yeah so she she was self-funded and the house was just eating up money so what we decided to do all of us was to sell her property and renovate ours and that's what we did and she actually lived with us from then up until she passed away which was the whole point of doing that so she mm -hmm. would never end up in a home in, mm -hmm. a, in a nursing home or a pal anywhere like she was going to be with us until the end which she was and now my daughter and her boyfriend live downstairs and look after mum's cat because I know mum would send a lightning bolt down if the cat was looked after. <laughs> so Dreamy lives the life of Riley downstairs with Chelsea Warren. <laughs> yeah. So, so family is obviously very important for you, Jen, because, you know, having your mum close by 
and being able to be there for her, especially during that time as she was yes. aging and becoming unwell. Yes. And now you've got your daughter and her partner living with you as well. So yes. you you obviously love that close connection to I do, and it really, it makes, like, I'm an only child. My daughter is an only child. Um, You know, we're not intrusive in each other's lives. You Mm. know, we certainly don't live in each other's pockets, but it's nice just to know. And in this time as well, young people, she's still at university. If she was trying to rent in Sydney, it'd Mm. be impossible. Mm. And even for them to buy a property, you know, property prices down here are just out of control. So I'm very grateful. Look, it's been a struggle. Uh, to keep this home and that's another part of the story I suppose but yeah it's been a struggle to keep it but boy I'm glad mm. that we've like when you see things come full circle and you come back to the original reason you did it like it just makes you feel very happy and I was very lucky that when straight after mum passed um, Chelsea didn't want to go down there but my best friend had come over and I looked at her and she looked at me and I said would you and she said could I oh is <laughs> so that right actually, she lived downstairs for 12 months after she'd separated from her husband. Like it was quite a bad breakup. And yeah, so she moved down there and kind of got her life back together, looked after Dreamy, the cat. The cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's been, and I know mum would have been so very happy about that because Leanne and I have been friends since we were 12. So a very long time. And mum's seen her grow up as much as she's seen me grow up mm. virtually. Yes. So, yeah, and it's nice to have that place downstairs where people can go. Mm. Oh, that's so. special that you are able to have that. And it's also special that your daughter's there and she's being able to have you uh, to yeah, to live in your home and her home and see yes. where that, that way then lead. That's it. She's lived here her whole life. So, mm. um, yeah, yeah, I feel very blessed that I'm able to help her in that way. Yeah, no, that's um, special. Yeah. So, Jen, you had some obviously some issues with your first husband because you're no longer together and in the the, in the chat that we had um prior to the recording is you you mentioned that it was a time of for you um that when you had left your husband it left you with some very deep mental wounds to the point where you felt a loss of yourself for some decades after you had separated and um are you happy to talk about that time for you? Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm actually a pretty open book because do you know what? If if somebody listening to this gets some inspiration, mm. you know, then then my job is done. Mm. Like it really is. And there were times there, and I mean, you know, this is really going right down into it. I was not working particularly, like I was just doing a bit of casual work. I was left with this home and my mother and my daughter and I'm like what the heck am I going to do and some days honestly I would wake up and think geez it's just too much it is just too much like I just don't even want to get out of bed it would be easier if I just was not here however of course that would never happen I would never one do that to my daughter or my mother but more more to my daughter because how would she feel going into the future Mm. you know that she wasn't enough to keep me there for me to stay so anyway I like and I mean I'm not a particularly like I don't suffer generally from a mental illness thank god because you know I've got friends that do and I know how traumatic and awful it is so I well I did manage to shake that off and um you know this is not the 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 cure for everybody but I was just like you got to get up Jen you got to put on those big girl panties and get out there because you know you've got people depending on you so I did 
And uh, I went back to what I do well, which is strategy and design. And I was contemplating what to do with a home. And my ex-husband said to me, you'll never be able to buy me out. I'm like, <laughs> challenge. Yeah, you just watch me, matey. You don't have to say <laughs> that to a Torian woman. And 18 months later, I bought him out. Uh, and at, we're still in this home today. And it's so nice, as I said earlier, so nice to see this come full circle because this is how it was always meant to be. Mm, um, mm. So I do feel very, very, very blessed. But, you know, as I said earlier, I'm no one special, but I'm determined. Mm. I am a Torian <laughs> and I'm really determined. And also it was like, okay, so mm, I'm going to have to buy another property live with my mum. And while we love each other a lot, one of us may kill each other and one of us would end up in jail and that would not be good. <laughs> so it's easier to just work. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and, and could your mum see what was going on at that time, Jen, and, and support yes. you throughout all of that yes, as well? She, did. she was brilliant. Like she was just my absolute cheerleader, mm. you know, through the breakup, through everything that happened. Um, yeah, she really was. And I'm, you know, I'm going to get teary, but I'm so blessed mm. to, to have her, you know, that she was there. And when I was working again, she, you know, looked after Chelsea. We were a team, you know, people often say to me, you know, Chelsea's a beautiful girl. You know, you've brought her up well. I'm like, well, it wasn't just me. Yeah. It was my mom as well. Mm. Um, she was always there and, you know, she was quite, she was quite strict, but I do have the funniest story. <laughs> Chelsea was about two and a half. And um, she got in trouble upstairs for something. I can still picture what she was wearing. She had a little pink and white gingham dress on and the matching hat with a flower at the front. <laughs> anyway, she was howling and going down the stairs. And mum heard her and came out, like, because the place is very separate. Mum has a front door in the foyer. She came mm -hmm. out and she said, Chelsea, what on earth is wrong? Like, why are you so upset? She said, no, no, your daughter Jennifer's being very mean to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so to have that relationship with her granddaughter growing up, you know, has just been, was marvellous. Yeah, that's so, super um, special, actually. And yeah, it's very, very special. To have that intergenerational um, input is is fairly uncommon I suppose in our society because in many other cultures it's not but in our in our society it in is, our culture it is quite unusual it is quite unusual and when mum actually passed David's mother lives right over on the northern beaches in Sydney and you know I said to her do you want to come here like that to me was just really some something I was very happy you know, to do because she lives in her own home over there, but she's like, no, I'm staying where I am. I'm like, okay, mm. no problems. Mm. But, you know, that to me was just a, it's like it's a safe house downstairs in some ways, you know, because it's quite, it's big. Like it's, it's a villa size. So it's, it's big. Um, yeah. There's plenty of room. And yeah, I love the fact that we can do that. So oh. it was well worth hanging in there and buying him out. Yes. So how old were you, Jen, when you bought him out? Like what, what age was, was Jen? Um, 37 huh about 37 and the mortgage broker actually said to me this is the biggest mortgage I've ever got for a single woman wow and it was an it was an Aussie home loans mortgage broker so I'm like oh really I don't know if that's such a good thing or not but you know <laughs> I'm gonna run with it being inspirational <laughs> I still have a big mortgage but you know that's okay like that's what happens with divorces yes you get like I you know I'm now remarried um he is a divorcee you know that that's what happens you know yeah. you and, and you have good times and bad times so you know you 
borrow money to get through the bad times sometimes when you've got an asset. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you've got to utilize what you have. Yeah. And you were, were, together. were you working at that stage in your own business, Jen? Can you just yes. run it? So yes. you, when you we, went back yes. into your own business I again. went back into my own business and built it up to the stage that I it allowed me to buy him out. So, and he, that's, that's when he brilliant. said, he said, you'll never do it. I'm like, yeah. <sighs> watch me. Yes. Oh, yes. It was yeah. a good feeling. It would be a brilliant feeling. Absolutely really brilliant. Is. And what was his reaction when you actually did buy him out? Um, geez, you know, I can hardly remember because <laughs> we fought so bitterly for like 18 months over the finances, as often happens. Mm. Um, and then the funny thing was he, he just turned up on my doorstep one night. I'm like, what, what do you want? Like, he really wasn't welcome at the home by that stage. And he's like, I'll just accept what your first offer was. I'm like, you're kidding me. We've just fought for 18 months with lawyers, you know, involved, et cetera. And, yeah, I he's I don't think he's ever got over it, to be honest. Like, you know, he's always been quite derogatory about me and what I do and how I live. And But, you know, uh, he never bought he never bought a property again. He had enough to do so once I paid him out. Mm. Yeah, that's his choice. Yeah. So yeah, but I don't speak to him now. Um, quite happily. So yes. So your your career, Jen, has had quite a few twists and turns as well. Yes, it has. And <laughs> can you just lead me through the path of where you started, where it went, and then to where you are now? Because it, it's not always linear. Some people are in the same oh. job for a long time. Others chop and change all the time. But but you ended up getting quite a lot of experience with some big name businesses as well. And yeah, that's really interesting, which is help, helping you incredibly now doing what you are doing. Well, I've been been in the industry since I was 19. So mm-hmm. I basically went straight from school into design school, then into the industry. So I have worked at like corporate companies. I've worked in design studios. I've worked in advertising agencies. And yes, I have been very blessed to work on some big accounts, you know, Citibank, Woolworths, Commonwealth Bank. But that was pre-children. So once I had Charles, it was like, yeah, this kind of lifestyle isn't necessarily conducive to living with kids mm-hmm. um, because, you know, they expect a lot of time and effort and quite understandably so, you know, there's big, big involved. Yeah. Um, so I then started freelancing, which was a lot more suitable. So that's when I sort of got into doing my own thing, which I really enjoyed. But then the GFC came along and, you know, there's a, like a long sort of linear kind of, yeah, way like you go, there's the GFC. So you kind of, companies went bust, owing me money. Um, mm-hmm. So then I went into an employment, which I detested. Great clients, great people, horrific owners. I came out of that actually pretty, pretty broken. Um, and then, but one of my clients actually offered me a job. So I spent seven years working at Sonova which was great. They're a hearing aid company. And, you know, it really gave me back a lot of self. It gave me back a lot of confidence. Um, and then COVID came along and in 2020, the bean counters in Switzerland decided that a, a designer in Sydney was not necessary. Right. So I was made redundant, mm-hmm. which actually now, you know, as you may know, I celebrated my second rebirthday on Sunday with a rebrand. And I actually looked at that now as my re birthday because I feel like that's when I really just came into myself again back to those early days where I just like loved life and there was no kind of dramas when life was easy um I won't say life's easy but it's certainly fun 
and it's never boring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never boring. Um, but just you know, I've been blessed along the way. I did actually meet another man, which was interesting considering I said like, "No way, Jose, I'm never." I don't men poison like. Eh. Um, I did meet another man who I have now married. We've just celebrated our fifteenth anniversary and our fourth anniversary of being married because we decided to do it on the same day so we wouldn't have two dates to remember because both of us are <laughs> days um so that makes it easy and he's amazing he has helped me grow and blossom he is so encouraging he's so beautiful with both my mum and my daughter and our cats because we have 10 cats and he just he loves them and encourages cats in the house so, so um, you, you did say 10 cats, Jen. 10 cats, yes. 10 cats. Okay, is, we'll, we'll, we'll go on. We'll have a little think about that and, and go to that in a, in a minute. So yeah. you keep on talking about <laughs> talking about your wonderful husband. Um, so, yeah, he gave me he gave me my light back. Um, uh, but you know what? Somebody can't give you your light back. You've got yeah. to do it for yourself as yeah, well. Yeah. They can give you the spark, but you've got to do it yourself. Mm. So, yeah. Um, after being made redundant, I went into brand strategy um, and, and I was loving it. Then I realized there was just, was this, I want to do all of the things and I was doing all of the things, but then I realized that my passion really lay in helping startup businesses so they could do what I did. Mm. And that's why I'm so passionate about it. So I've actually taken, I've not worked much this year at all because I've spent a lot of time um discovering myself letting go of self-limiting beliefs and I learned a lot about suggestive language and uh, you can obviously hear that I was super close to my mum but my dear mum was a tiny ballet dancer and she had a nine and a half pound baby because mm. uh, I come from a long line of Scottish Highland women so you know the joke was the little mother with the big baby but what we don't realize is when we took and this you know like I have no resentment towards my mother about this you heard earlier on how like how mm. much I miss her and we were such a team but I grew up thinking I was big too big too much like I am I'm very flamboyant my mum was not she was a she was like the queen you know she was a lady but you know those ladies yes. that are just ladies yes. that was my mother yeah and then there's me with pink hair and big and loud and flamboyant and I always like she go Jennifer shh but that was, it wasn't a bad thing but what it does do is it it, it makes you not be sometimes yourself it's mm. hard to put it into words mm. so it's like with suggestive language when you know somebody says to you oh hi this is um my daughter such and such she's a bit shy you grow up thinking that even if you're not it's mm. like mum never introduced me as being big but you know she would say oh Jennifer black looks so lovely on you it's so flattering you know so I would wear black now I never wear black so realizing about the suggestive language has made me realize that I've actually lived a lot of my life trying to hide away convinced that I was too much too big and this year has really changed all that when I've realized that actually, no, I'm not. I'm okay the way I am. And as I said, my mum never meant it in any derogatory way. She was trying to help. My ex-husband, on the other hand, you know, would say things like, you talk too much um, about yourself. Um, so yeah, like I had to work on all of that to get rid of those self-limiting beliefs. But now I've pretty much got rid of those. And yeah, I'm pretty kind of happy to be me now. Gosh, I love that story. That is that's so important, isn't it? And, and to have 
have that time to be able to to go back, understand where a lot of those self-limiting beliefs came from, those stories came from, knowing that it came from a place of love, not out of a place of trying to put you down, but they were, yes. they were subtle nonetheless. Like it was uncomfortable. That's right. It was never about you. It was more about your mum being uncomfortable because that wasn't her. Yes, that's it exactly. But, but in but in doing that, she's sort of left that legacy of that little whisper in your ear. But it's so beautiful now that you're in your in your fifties and you can go. That's this is who I am, and and to yeah. peel back like an onion, peel back those layers to discover all of that I, again. That that's I know, Mum really would be so proud. Gift. Like oh, she would be sure. so proud. Yes, but you know, she it was just different generations, mm. different lifestyles. You mm. know. And well, the ex-husband, well, you know, that was just meanness. But you know what? That 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 has made you who you are as well. I mean, as as hideous as that time would have been for you, it was awful. It, yeah, it, it has made you a stronger one. And your your daughter now, what a bloody brilliant role model you are for her, in that she but has she, seen the growth of her mum. And there's there's no age limit to the growth. <laughs> that's no, and that's, that's what, what I, I love, love about. I love to say this, you know, you're never too old and it's mm -hmm. never too late. I was made redundant at 52, you know, and I just went, you know, again, get those big girl panties on and go do your thing. And, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, again, I'm lucky. David, my husband, supports me in everything I do, like mm -hmm. everything. And I'm so blessed. And, I mean, like it goes two ways. I support him in everything as well. But, you know, without him, without his constant encouragement, I would not be where I am today and I'm, yeah. I'm the first to admit it. But back to Chelsea, I one time I was talking to her and we were just at the front of the front of the house and I said to her, look, you know, this one I'm going to do with my business. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Must have been just after I was made redundant and, you know, I'm going to have this and blah, blah, blah. And she said, mum, she said, you'll do it because she said, I've never seen you not do what you've set your mind, like what you've set out to do and what you've set your mind to do. So mm -hmm. I know you'll do that. I'm like, oh, well, that's nice. That's oh, nice yeah. to see that, like, she's seen a strong woman and she is actually at 25 a super duper strong woman very strong mind very calm and collected not like a mother in that way um <laughs> but very you know confident and yeah I look at her and think you know what if I've done one good thing in my life it's her yeah so, yeah wow oh, that's lovely to hear Jen so the, obviously the last couple of years have been big for you in in your yeah. in your early 50s so how has growing older shaped your current thinking? Because you've done a lot of self-discovery. How has, is it because you've become older or you, you're now ready for it? I know your mum hasn't long passed. So was it because you needed that time to get over the grieving of her for you to work on your no, thoughts or what? I really, I, do you know something? I think COVID, to be honest, it gave us all time to reflect mm -hmm. and think about things. And I think it gave us all a lot of gratitude as well. Yeah. You know, I'm very grateful for my life that I have. I'm very grateful for my husband, my daughter, my cats, my daughter's boyfriend, my friends. And it just gave me time to think that, well, you know, I, like, why do you not necessarily feel happy? And, you know, whether that was some of, you know, life has not been easy. There have been big, big ups and downs, as you've heard. Um, and whether that was the good old perimenopause, you know, kicking in, I don't know, but I just managed to really, and, you know, working with business coaches as well, working in masterminds, 
I'm in, I've been in three masterminds at Tracy and Carl, um, Mums with Hustle, the, the Inner Circle Mastermind that we're both in. Mm. Um, I'm going back for a fourth year with that one because like it's just so good and they're so supportive. And that's the thing too you need. You need that support and encouragement, not just from your family to say that you you are enough, but from others. But honestly, I'm in my 50s now. I feel like I'm 23 again. Mm. You know, I just feel like, you know, they say 50s is the new 30s. I'm saying I'm putting out there the 50s are the new 20s. <laughs> I'm going out 50s are the new 50s. We'll, we'll just blast on through, I think. With Well, yeah, but I feel how for, me, can look. Mm. for me, my mindset is but like I'm, I feel as, energetic and and focused and happy as I did in my 20s mm. um you know early 20s and that was yeah. a happy time which is nice like it's nice to feel like that so what are you looking forward to the most in your 50s and beyond what is it that you're going oh, I can't wait for that I'm, I'm I'm ready for it well you know discovering my real passion for helping women like you know people go oh but that's work but I love it mm. like you know what if you love what you do you never work a day in your life mm-hmm. ever um I guess you know I'm looking forward to the grandkids let's be honest you know I know I've got a few more years to wait for Chelsea because she's still got a couple of years at uni but I'm very blessed that David has three sons and between them we have five grandchildren um which is lovely and we love hanging out with with them um and traveling and just David and I growing old together and enjoying each other's company 15 years down the track you know we love each other's company and that's really good. Um, possibly, you know, I'm in a place now where I, I used to breed cats. I would love to go back to doing that. I have a very rare breed that there's not many left in Australia. I'm like, right, that's a challenge because I never mm-hmm. say no to a challenge. Uh, so that's a challenge to come back into breeding Balinese cats and just looking after myself, like looking after my health. I've had a lot of health scares. Well, not health scares, but, you know, I've had a lot of surgeries. Um, I had a bowel resection at 47, lost 40 centimetres of bowel. Um, Yeah, multiple hernia surgeries from that. And now I actually have an abdominal separation that needs to be fixed next year. But I'm also on a weight loss journey. Uh, I put a lot lot of weight in that first COVID lockdown after mum had passed. So, you know, I'm just going back and I've got a really good routine uh, because I was going to have bariatric surgery. But because of the surgeries, they couldn't do the surgery. So I had to go it alone. Um, and I've lost nearly 30 kilos, which is awesome. I feel oh, so much better. Brilliant. So much better. Yes. And um, I've got about another 10 to go before I can have that abdominal surgery. But he's going to give me a tummy tuck at the same time. I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run with that. I was never going to have anything like that. I was quite happy in my skin. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if he's going to be doing something down there, he might as well just cut some of that loose skin off and... It's not going to be any more painful. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, we're going to run with that. <laughs> so obviously health and wellness has become a focus for you now at this point in time of your life. And yeah. because you've had some medical issues to make you really force you yeah. get to a point to do that. What sort of things do you do in your day that support your your wellness? Probably not enough. Um if you had a go-to that you never want to stop what's that one one or two things that you you actually do so I take my I was going to tell you about them earlier I take my um I think it's called fruits of the forest I can't remember the name of the business but I take my turkey tail um mushroom tab capsules 
and apparently they're cancer inhibitors. So I'm very vigilant about taking those. I take vitamins I because I'm still on the weight loss journey. I take vitamins that help me, you know, not, not suppress my appetite, but because I don't eat a like a high calorie diet, you know, they help me with that. I'm not an exercise fan. I'm totally not an exercise fan. Um, I have one of those vibrating plates. I don't know if you've ever seen them. Mm. Um, oh, they're great. You stand on them, you vibrate. You stand on them for 15 <laughs> minutes. I know. Like, yeah. it's quite funny. I say to people, oh, I'm going to go stand on my vibrator. And they go, what? Um, <laughs> bodybuilders bodybuilders actually use them. Yeah. A friend of mine that is a bodybuilder said, these are great. Yeah. And I figure if you're vibrating that much, something's got to be happening. You're jiggling. <laughs> uh, and I do it when I'm watching TV. Um, so I, I've got something I can't, I struggle with exercise because I can't be doing something else. Yeah. I'm um, like, I can't read while I'm riding a bike. I mean, I can listen to podcasts while I walk, but you know, not a fan, just not, yeah. not a fan. So yeah. that's something I do that actually probably six out of seven nights. Hmm. Um, and it's really, really helped. And continuing on the weight loss journey, oh. like I, I feel better. Like my, my blood pressure has come down. I was very close to being, I was actually like right on the borderline for type two diabetes. That is all fine. My insulin levels are absolutely normal. My fatty liver has dis- like disappeared. I don't have a fatty liver anymore. So, you know, for me, actually that, yeah, that would be the one big thing, maintaining my weight yeah, and not letting it go back on again, which has happened yes. to me. It's been a yo-yo over my whole life. Yeah. Oh, well, congratulations so, on reaching where you are now. And, and I'm sure with doing whatever you're doing that that weight loss will continue to come off and you'll get that surgery Jen I'm yep. sure that's what you're aiming for so will. Will happen because we know that you love a challenge and lay down a challenge and Jen will take it that's what he on. said when I had my gallbladder out recently he's like okay so you've got another 15 to go I'm like okay well that's cool that's my goal so I've <laughs> lost five since then so I've got 10 to go but um, and actually what I will give a shout out to is light and easy because that has made life so much well easier and it's helped tremendously. I'm not someone that loves to cook. Yep. And this has just helped with portion control, with hmm. everything. It's made it just like light and easy. It's a perfect name for it, really. And the food yep. is good. Surprisingly, yep. the food is fantastic. Oh, Hubby even eats it. But everyone's got their own recipe for the health and wellness to support yeah. them. So whatever works for you, and it obviously that's is what, working for you, That's there is no one it. size fits all for No, for there's this. not. And, and I there's think not. And, you know, you can kind of go, oh, but you know, what happens when you go back onto normal food? Well, you know what? Light and easy is so easy. I reckon we'll be eating that as part of our diets for the rest of our lives. Yeah. So because the food changes, they change it up every season, you know, like, and please, please note, I have no affiliation with these people. <laughs> but... <laughs> I won't say this episode has been brought to you by. <laughs> oh, light and easy. No, it's just been no, such a game. Is. Such a game changer for me though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> such a game changer. Oh, that's brilliant. Now, Jen, how can people connect with you? Because we'll wrap up very shortly. So if, if people are interested in, especially within your branding and helping particularly women in business, that's your passion. Where can people find you? And I'll add them to the show notes as well. Great. So you can find me, I hang out on Instagram a lot. So you can find me at Jen B Brands um, or Pink Pom Pom Social. And we're both on Facebook as well. And I'll let Joe put the website names into the show links because otherwise you're going to forget what I say. <laughs> Yeah, if you're anything like me. Jen, I've got some two questions to wrap us up. So if you could give the 40 plus woman one piece of life advice, what would it be? Don't ever dull your sparkle. Oh. Honestly, you're going into your best years. Don't ever dull your sparkle and don't let anyone else 
do it either. Yeah. Well, you're, that's you're really living... easy. That just came straight out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you've lived it. So that's, yeah. that's why it's, that's, that came out so easily for you. Yeah. If you can look yeah. into the future, Jen, what do you hope that 80 year old Jen will say about current day Jen? I think 80 year old Jen would be gone. You did well, darling. You did well. Good, good on you. And 80 year Jen's still going to have pink hair just quietly. <laughs> totally still going to have the pink hair. But I think, I think 80 year old Jen will look and, and say, I'm glad you spent that time being like discovering yourself again, because now I'm having a lot of fun. <laughs> Yes. 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 So I'm, I think I'm, that's, yeah. I'm sure I can see 80 year old Jen with her Balinese cats all around her and pink flamingos in the background, champagne glass in hand, and a light and easy ready to, to go for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Jen, I've absolutely loved our conversation today. And I thank you so much for your honesty, your vulnerability, and your, you being such an open book. And I know. Something, something in this for everybody so thank you for your time. thank you so much for having me on it's been a blast <laughs> thanks so much for listening and sharing your time with me today i'd love you to hit subscribe on apple podcast or your favorite podcast app to keep spreading these empowering messages please share this podcast with other incredible midlife women in your world join me again next week for another redefining midlife conversation Thanks again for tuning in.